What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast. This is Clark. And Bobby Jean. So glad you're here. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and thanks for hopping on the podcast. Clark and Bob here. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday is right. And we have Miss Quinn sitting here in the high chair eating her lunch. And so if you hear any kind of weird farting, gurgling, goggling noises, it is not Bobby or I. It is definitely Miss Quinn. (laughs) It doesn't usually happen when she's eating. So if it does happen, there's bigger problems just than you (laughs) hearing it too. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. For sure. For sure. Okay. So today we're looking at Proverbs 19. And again, we're going to focus just on one verse that stuck out to Bobby and I. And it's Proverbs 19, verse 18, and it says, Discipline your children, for in that there is hope. Do not be a willing party to their death. Mm -hmm. I'll read it one more time. Discipline your children, for that in there there is hope. Do not be a willing party to their death. Mm -hmm. Now, it kind of jumps out at you because it's like, okay, if I don't discipline my kids, then I'm putting them to their death or I'm leading them to their death. Like, what's, what's the writer getting at? And again, like we mentioned a few weeks ago, discipline is a twofold word. One, it's in the sense that it's a, a consequences to a negative decision you made. Like there are consequences and discipline for staying out too late or speeding or cheating on a test. You, you, you fill in the blank. On the flip side of the coin, discipline is a very good thing. It's a very biblical thing that we're supposed to be self-disciplined and we stick to the, the way of Jesus. We're sticking to... Um, following the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that list could go on and mm-hmm. on. And so we're going to unpack that just a little bit more today. Sure. And, you know, this isn't just for people who have kids. I think this verse, yes. um, so yeah, it's so much wider than that. And so one of the things that comes to mind is actually something that I heard long ago from a teacher that just kind of is, is relevant right now, especially for this verse today that we're going to break down. And um, in it, this person is, uh, this teacher is talking about how, um, like, when you don't discipline, um, like, within the Christian church, when you're not calling out sin, when you're not saying, hey, you know, let's have an honest conversation. What's going on? Like, why am I seeing this attitude or behavior? Or, you know, why are you acting like this? Um, When we don't do that, when we're when we're not calling those things out and bringing them to light, then we're doing each other a disservice. And I know those things can be awkward and hard sometimes, but I've heard it, I've heard it talked about like this. When we normalize sin, um, we are, it's, we don't want to do that. And because when we normalize sin, we take away the person's ability to experience grace and mercy. Yeah. So I'm going to take, say that one more time because I kind of just messed it up. When we normalize sin, we take away a person's ability to experience grace and mercy. And what is, when that's, you break it down, go ahead. No, that, see, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Because when you, before you can experience mercy or grace, you need to be, in the know that you are doing something you shouldn't be doing. There needs to be some kind of awareness brought to your attention. You need to own it yourself. And so there's a story that goes like this. A kid was cheating on a test. The teacher caught him and the teacher um, let them go without any kind of detention. That's mercy. You did not get what you deserved. You cheated on the test. You should have gone to detention. Same story. A kid cheated on a test. The teacher caught them. The teacher gave them an A++. That's grace. You got what you didn't deserve. But before either of those things can take place, mercy or grace, first there needs to be the acceptance 
that you realize, oh, I did something wrong. Yeah. This is sin. This is not okay. And so we're not talking, you know, about discipline. I don't think Proverbs. Wow. Hey, Quinn, just tone it down for a minute. Okay. How's that French fry? My goodness. Fry? We don't feed our kids French fries. <laughs> So Proverbs 19 here, um, what I'm getting out of it is this isn't discipline that's punishment. This is discipline that's allowing you to experience the fullness of the kingdom of God and the fullness that this, the Holy Spirit has for yeah. you in your walk with with the Lord because he's saying, hey, we want more for you. It's because we love you. Yes. And that's yeah. like, Clark, you talked about the partner and mission process at Emmanuel too, just within the church as a whole. Yeah. If you've been at one of our services and we're welcoming people and we don't call it membership. We call it partners in mission because we, people aren't looking for discounts and handouts. We're, we're saying you're going to be active in the mission God's called us to. But one of the questions that we ask before them in front of the whole church is, you know, basically like, will you um, walk with the church? And if you ever see a pastor, an elder, anybody in the church acting out of line and not following the way of Jesus, will you kindly instruct us and discipline us and say, hey, Clark, you know, that you shouldn't be talking like that. Let me invite you back to following this way of Jesus. On the flip side, will you also receive instruction and discipline from the church when maybe you're having a hard time and you're out of line and an elder or a leader or just anyone from the church says, hey, you know, Clark, I wish you weren't doing that. Let's 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 correct it. Let's change. And, and it's only because we love you and only because you love me that, that we get to do that. Because if we didn't care about your future, we didn't care about, you know, what was going to happen out of a certain situation. If we didn't care about your heart, your integrity, your character, we'd say, have at it, do what you want, right. you know, no loss to me. So when you look throughout the Bible, this discipline is used out of love all the time. And here's just a couple other examples from scripture. You know, when Paul's talking to Timothy, he reminds that young man saying, the spirit God gave us is not to make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. When Paul's writing to the church in Ephesus, he's talking to fathers, saying, don't exasperate your kids. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction or the discipline of the Lord. Now, when you go back to Proverbs, we've read so many Proverbs, you know, proverb a day. I love Proverbs chapter 12, verse 1. Whoever loves discipline loves knowledge, and whoever hates correction is stupid. And I get a laugh out of that every single time, but it's so true. It's because we love you. And we want what's best. And I know that you love us, that we're willing to stand up and have hard conversations. Because if a parent really loves their child and the child keeps running across the street, and I remember this actually happened to me. One of the very few times I got I got spanked growing up, and I'm not here to talk about spanking, whether it's good or bad. That's for another time. But I ran across a really busy street. It only happened once or twice in my whole lifetime. And I got spanked. And it wasn't because my parents hated me or... Um, whatever. It's actually because they love me. They didn't want me to get run over by a car or something like that. So that's where discipline comes in and it's a gift from God. It's a gift of love. Another thing um, that you kind of glean from chapter 19 and really all over the Proverbs still is how um, a disciplined life is, is a life that's actually full in the Lord. And so that's kind of what we're talking about with, whoopsie. <laughs> um, uh, a life that's disciplined, it kind of equals like a synonym to that. Could quit, Quinn's given us a run for our money today. She, she wants to be heard, you guys. So, um, is a synonym for that could be a, a life that's um, 
surrendered to the Lord. Because if we want to be in charge of our own lives, usually it's not going to be a disciplined life. Um, And maybe that's just me. You know, usually if we want to be in charge of our own lives, then, well, I'm telling you what's right and what's wrong. And I'm going to decide, you know, um, what love is. And I'm going to decide these things. Instead, uh, we surrender ourselves and our lives unto the Lord and we say, you decide because you know what's best because who you are and who you've proven yourself to be throughout all of scripture, throughout all of my life and throughout all time uh, tells me that um, that you love me and that you're a good God. And so I submit myself to you. I submit myself to your discipline, Lord, and um, and to your authority. And so we just praise God that the Bible, this Proverbs are reminding us of that and that each day we get to live and we get to taste and see and live into the fullness of um, this loving truth, this loving discipline that um, that God has for us. So thanks for listening today, um, and thanks for continuing to post for the Proverbs 31 Challenge. You bet. And as you go, uh, I guess one practical step to this is think through your life and situations that you're in right now and might be in soon. And if you're the one under discipline, receive it, because we want to be smart people who love knowledge, not the stupid people who hate correction, as the proverb says. And also have courage and be uh, gracious and bold um, if there's someone that you're walking with that is doing something that's not helpful and you love them. Uh, pray mm-hmm. that the Holy Spirit would lead you to step in and, and speak truth to that situation. So that's all we got. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you. Bye-bye. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn His countenance towards you and give you His peace. Have a great day.